Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. The cost of living crisis has forced people to make all sorts of changes and sacrifices. But what about the pint? Is there a price point which would actually deter people from going to the pub? News Talk's Pints correspondent Sarah Madden has been investigating. Moncrief, Moncrief, I hope you're buying the bottle of wine for the lovely lady here. I'm out at my local of a Sunday afternoon, chatting to staff, faithful regulars and some blow-ins. Would you like to hear a cockman talking in Dublin 4, would you? I live in Z4. <laughs> the recent inflationary price hikes on alcohol haven't gone unnoticed. Two points of lager here is thirteen twenty. Is that bad or good? What would you think? Well, I drink cocktails, so. Well, yeah, yeah, you're a yuppie. And yet, there's no shortage of pints being pulled or bottles of beer to hand in Sandy Mount. Uh, no, I, I haven't actually made any adjustment. It's the one sacrifice he will not make. <laughs> Drinking. I love the gargle. We may not be drinking much less of the stuff, but are we drinking it any differently? And when it comes to the saver stakes, will beer be the last man standing? Yeah, I feel like it's almost in the Irish people's blood, to be honest. I don't think it's something, even with the cost of living and crisis going up. Yeah, they might give out about 680 Guinness, but at the end of the day, they'll still pay it. Carolina is the senior supervisor at Mulligan's, and she's noticed significant behavioural changes when it comes to her consumers' choices. Yeah, it's definitely more draft, 100% more draft, like your Guinness, Heineken, Peroni, um, yeah, definitely bottles we wouldn't sell as much, like sometimes we don't even need to restock it because it just doesn't sell as much. Um, yeah, people like to pay for their own drinks. I feel, again, I, the elderly people more so, they would be, um, they would do rounds kind of a thing. They, or they might buy a bottle of wine or um, like pints if they're drinking, like, you know, your Guinness, your Heineken kind of thing. Uh, younger people definitely just pay for themselves more of a thing. Um, younger kids, again, would stick with spirits, but not as much as before, definitely. Customers across the road in O'Reilly's are making changes too. Myself personally, I would have always drink gin. I never drink gin anymore. It's like 12 euro compared to a bottle of Corona. That's probably the only change that I've made. I just drink beer, switch my drink. Do you not miss your gin? I do. <laughs> Maybe he'll buy me one. <laughs> I'd say drink less because it's gotten so expensive. Well, of course I've noticed where beer has gone up in the last couple of months. It is what it is. Would you change your drinking habits at all based on the beer going up? I am, yeah. How so? Taking golf up again, which will keep me out of the pubs. One is too many and ten is not enough. Uh, I think that we just don't have enough to go out the last couple of weekends in the month because payday is coming and then you're kind of penny-pinching on the last two weekends. But the first two weekends are the same. You just go out and, uh, well, I personally go out and, and act and drink the same as I used to do. I loved the craft beers, yes. Hogboglin and a few others, yeah, I did. And why don't you drink them anymore? I was barred from a pub up here. I don't care how much I have to pay for it once it doesn't go scarce. There is nothing better than coming into a beautiful Irish pub, doesn't matter where it is, once it's on the island of Ireland, in particular the 26 counties. So if you want to be a penny bencher, you go across the road to O'Brien's or somewhere like that, or Tesco's, and you'd go home with your beer. For some people at Sandy Mount House, the price hikes have seemed particularly stark. I was kind of in a coma for six months. Yeah, so 
I did notice the kind of shock of the prices when I kind of came back and you know came out in February this year so I think it's been a shock to kind of everybody but when you haven't been exposed to it I guess gradually it becomes very apparent but I think we're probably at that that edge where people are going to look for um, more cost-efficient alternatives whether that be draft or if you go down the country there's always cans there's always that that carry trade in terms of going up north you know to Newry or I think most things seem cheaper. Scandinavians go to Germany and drink their weight and beer because it's cheaper. We haven't got to that stage yet. But Irish people are getting creative to save with every sip. Yeah, I mean, everyone who, who homebrews obviously has a, a story where they've had um, bottles exploding or um, mishaps on the brew day. Des Feeney is an organiser for Capital Brewers, one of the many national homebrew clubs here in Ireland. We get to share our brews with each other. We give feedback, criticisms, help people improve. Um, and then we run and enter competitions um, around the country and the national homebrew competition as well. So I've had people over to watch World Cup games, European Championship matches, um, just barbecue days out in the garden. And I've always got uh, some of my own beer to, to share around. As well as impressing his friends, how much does Des reckon he's saved over the last decade? <laughs> uh, hundreds, uh, thousands even. Like it's... it's um, for every beer that I brew, it cost me about one thirty, one fifty a pint. Um, so you can't really buy craft beer for that, that price. Um, so for every bottle of beer I drink, I'm probably saving one fifty or more. And Des believes the cost of living crisis is boosting the popularity of the Irish home brew. So since we've um, been able to go back to doing in-person meets, I think we've probably had two or three new people every month come, come to our meetings. I teach a... a Beginners and advanced homebrewing course in Inchicore College of Further Education. Um, since we've gone back after the pandemic, every class I've taught has been full. Over the pandemic, people were looking for something to do. Also, I think um, they may see it as a, as a way to get cheaper cheaper beer to drink than buying beer from, a, from an off-license or supermarket. That might have been one of the reasons why I started brewing at home, because I thought it would potentially be cheaper by the point. And what I would say is... That's a dangerous path because you could end up doing it like I'm doing it now and brewing on a Sunday um, in your own facility. Alex Laws may have started his career as a home brewer, but he now has a brewery all of his own with his craft beer brand, Whiplash. Most, if not all, of our beers are just named after songs. few that we've done that were a reference to uh, an artist called John Hopkins, and he actually got in touch uh, saying that he absolutely loved the beer and didn't realise it was a reference to his own songs. The same with uh, another beer called Sucker Pin from Mold Selector. You know, they, they give us a shout out on, on, on Twitter once they've seen it. There's uh, plenty of artists who actually spot it and just go, oh yeah, fair play, that's actually lovely and, and that's such a nice nod. Even within craft or designer beer, as Alex jokingly calls it, consumers are being somewhat more conservative with their coin. I think it's generally gone back to core beer. Um, we would be known for making a lot of specials. I mean, some months we can release up to 12 new beers in a month. And that's what we can do as being a craft brewery like we are. We're, we're small, we're nimble, we're innovative. And we can do that type of thing. But consumers want their standard four-pack or however, however they like to, uh, to, to purchase their beers down the shop rather than doing the pick and mix anymore. So we would do a lot of specials as well, but whenever we're finding, we're focusing on rollover, body riddle um, and, our, and our laggers. COVID lockdowns and inflationary price hikes have hit the craft beer industry hard. Of the five microbreweries I contacted, Alex was the only one still operating. 
Combined, our energy prices have multiplied by six. Um, we raised them slightly in line with inflation early on, but um, for our CO2, for instance, is four times more expensive than it would normally be. We've been riding this way for a long time. I think if you look in the UK, I know just over the last 12 months, about 80, 80 plus breweries gone into receivership and administration. Uh, it's, it's a very you know, difficult time for everybody. I, I, if, if I was to price my beer at the same price as um, maybe Heineken or Guinness, a pint of rollover or body riddle would cost in the region 900 euros per pint at a bar. What? So the margins that are available there to put into marketing um, are, are crazy, yeah. And that's fine. There'll always be a space for macro and hopefully there'll always be a space for, for independence as well, so long as people do buy into, you know, good beer at a fair price that's local, that supports the economy and um, supports people. So it seems as though inflationary price hikes are having a less sobering impact on beer than might have been expected. But when it comes to the craft industry, if we're not careful, it could be beer today, gone tomorrow. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.